0: Amen, Amen.
1: If you have your Bibles, let's go ahead and turn to the book of Numbers, chapter 26. And uh, last week, if you'll remember from chapter 25, uh, we just saw how uh, devastating that the advice that Balaam had given Balak, uh how it affected the, the children of Israel and uh, how 24,000 people died from the a plague that God placed upon them for their their sexual immorality and their worship of Baal at, uh, at Baal Peor. Uh, and, uh, and the, but the, uh, when Phineas, when the, the, the young Seminite uh, took this woman into the tent and uh, Phineas, uh, Eleazar, the high priest's son, uh, went in with a javelin and killed them both in the tent uh, the plague state. And so the Lord was satisfied with, with, with this result we don't understand that in our society today how that could be acceptable to God. It was, and uh, and it and it made uh, reference in, in the Bible that uh, that uh, he he took that uh, uh, as a uh, I guess you'd call it as a sacrifice or an offering uh, for, and a payment uh, for what had transpired, and he did uh, stop the plague, and uh, and so the Lord. Uh, uh, looks at them now. It's time to move on. It's time to prepare um, and get people ready for the, to enter into the promised land. They can't go just yet because all of the people who came out of Egypt that the Lord said would die have to die in the wilderness. There's still some left. And so uh, uh, my study Bible says at the point, time we're looking at right now there had been 38 years that had passed since the Lord uh, cast judgment on them and said uh, that, uh, that uh, he'd give them 40 years and all of them would die so they still got two years before they can move in uh, they're, they're close to Jericho where the invasion began so they're, they're, they're there and so Moses is still alive Aaron's dead Miriam is dead and uh, the Lord has already told Moses he's not going to be able to enter into the promised land But he's not through with Moses yet. There's still some more instruction that he has to do in order to get people ready. And so tonight we're going to be looking and studying about the second census that they're going to be taking. And We start off the book of Numbers, chapter 1, where the Lord commanded them to take census. And so here we are this many years later, and he's telling them to take a census again. And so uh, somebody read for me if you would verses uh, one through four of chapter twenty-six, please.
2: And it came to pass after the plague that the Lord spoke unto <laughs> Moses and to Eleaz- Azar, the son of Aaron, the priest, saying, Take the sum of all the congregation <clears> of <throat> the children of Israel from twenty years old and upward throughout their father's house, all that are able to go to war in Israel. And Moses and the Ele- Azar the priest spoke with them in the plains of Moab by Jordan near Jericho, saying, Take the sum of the people from twenty years old and upward, as the Lord commanded, Moses and the children of Israel, which went forth out of the land of Egypt. Okay, <clears throat> so if
1: we find that not only does he want to take a census, he gives them the same uh, uh, instruction that he did in, in the first census that he did, and what he's doing he's not numbering the people he's numbering the number of people who can serve in the military the number of men and they're from 20 years old and upward and he he's wanting to know those that are able to go to war uh, so he's not talking about people who were disabled or anything like that these were able-bodied men and uh, and he asked uh, for them uh, to be counted and and it gives the uh the, the place where uh, they are, they're in the, the plains of Moab by Jordan uh, near Jericho. And of course, we know when uh, Joshua leads the children of Israel uh, across the Jordan River, he takes them. The first encounter is Jericho. And so they're there, they're poised. Uh, I don't think they move again after this, uh, and, but they, they got to stay here until uh, what the Lord said would have to happen before they could invade happened. And they're not all gone yet. All right, uh, they're going to take this census. Instead of reading uh, all of this stuff, uh, we're going to take the liberty tonight to just kind of go over uh, the highlights uh, of of what's uh, the numbers of the tribes. And uh, the first one is the oldest son, Reuben. And if you look at verse 7, it talks about the families of Reuben. And they counted 43,730 able-bodied men uh, to go... uh, Uh, That are able to go to war from 20 years old and upwards, that able to go to war, and uh, I'm going to do you a comparison as we go into the first census. The first census, uh, this this uh, census here shows the children of of Reuben uh, to be 43,730, and uh, in the in the uh, first census uh, there was uh, 46,500. So there's actually a, a small decrease in the number of, uh, of people. Uh, no, I'm sorry, there's an increase. Uh, I got those numbers backwards. The first census was 43,730. The second census was 46,500. So there was a small increase in that. But I want you to look in verses 9 through 11, and uh, right underneath the number of people from uh, uh, Reuben, and it, and it makes a statement that Brother Sam brought out to us uh, uh, here a few weeks ago while we were studying uh, at the death of Korah and those others. And it says, and the sons of Eliab, uh, Nemuel, and, and Dathan and uh, Abram. Uh, this is that Dathan and Abram, which were famous in the congregation, who strove against Moses <laughs> and against Aaron in the company of Korah when they strove against the Lord. And the, and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed them up uh, together uh, with Korah when that company died. And what time the fire devoured 250 men and they, be, they became a sign. And then it says in verse 11, notwithstanding the children of Korah died not. So they're, they're, uh, they want you to know that part of this uh, number that they have counted are actually uh, children of Korah that survived uh, during that time. That the Lord did not destroy those, those children, those small children that belonged to them. And it could also meant uh, more of his family that was not in his tent. And so this, this is something that, uh, that the Lord had mercy on. He didn't completely annihilate this man's name and the Bible uh, wants us to know that. The next tribe that uh, they number is Simeon. You find that in 12 through 14, uh, verses 12 through 14. And uh, the number of Simeon is 22,200 that is uh, listed here. And, and I want you to notice something here. In the first census, the number of Simeon, Simeonites was 59,300. So there was a, a loss in population of this tribe of 37,100 people. Now, there, there could be uh, a twofold meaning of that. We see that in the, in the previous chapter where the young man that was killed with the javelin came from the tribe of Simeon. So we can assume that the sexual perversion was much worse in the tribe of Simeon than it was anywhere else. Uh, and that uh, since there were 24,000 people died, that a lot of them could have been from this tribe. But the Bible don't tell us that. What the Bible does tell us that happened in the, all the way back in the Genesis with Simeon and Levi was that when uh, <coughs> Dinah, their sister, was uh, was uh, raped by a man from Shechem that uh, uh, Jacob was trying to, to negotiate a deal. Uh, the, the, the king of Shechem, uh, Shechem was trying to negotiate for Dinah and they were asking what they needed to do uh, to, to make this where there wasn't an all-out war that this young man that had taken this woman really was crazy about her and wanted her for a wife, yet he was a Gentile. Okay. And so Levi and uh, the sons all got together went to this city and told him, if you will be circumcised, we will uh, allow you to become Israelites. You can marry our our sisters and our daughters and we can marry yours then. And so it was a lie, it was a fabrication, they never had any intention of doing it that way, although God had made a plan where a person could become an Israelite if they they agreed to be circumcised and they followed the commandments of the Lord. They didn't mention any of that part, they just mentioned the circumcision. And their plan was when these men circumcised themselves, the Bible says after three days, uh, the, the, Levi and, and Simeon the two alone took their sword went into the city and they killed all of these people that was in the city with a with sword and took their animals and took everything away from them but they killed all these people and it made Jacob very very angry and Jacob put a curse on Simeon and he put a curse on Levi and he told them Uh, uh, And and we'll get into that. Uh, Let me see if I can find where that is is located. Uh, uh, Somebody look for me. Genesis chapter 49. Right quick. Somebody there uh, already? I need you to read me verses 5 through uh, 7. 49, 5 through 7. Uh-huh, 49, 5 through 7. Simeon and Levi are brothers. Their swords are weapons of violence. Let me not enter their council. Let me not join their assembly, for they have killed men in their anger and hamstrung oxen as they please. Cursed be their anger so fierce and their fury so cruel. I will scatter them in Jacob and disperse them in Israel.
2: Okay, so he
1: said, I will divide them in Jacob and scatter them in Israel. In other words, they weren't going to have a, a real home. They were going to be scattered. They were going to be dispersed. Well, we already know what how that affected Levi. And, it, and, and Levi didn't get affected the same way Simeon did, but Levi got affected because they became the priesthood and they would have no inheritance of land. So good, bad, or ugly, this <coughs> prophecy or this curse that Jacob put on them for what they did uh because they embarrassed him they didn't they didn't give <coughs> him for advice they didn't tell him what they were doing and he knew that they endangered all of the children of israel by their actions because the other people of the land may come and kill all of them and so this is why he reacted the way he did toward this even though they had they had violated uh, his his daughter and so this was a curse that he put on them for for, for stepping out and doing something they should not have done and we know that the Bible tells us that vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. And so it started way back then, and and, uh, and and this is the result of that. And so now we see Levi is not going to get an inheritance. They're a priest. They're, they're a small number also. And now we see Simeon has lost, uh, in, in these, uh, in these uh, 20, 38 years, they have lost 37,000 of, of their population has gone. They're gone, they're dead. So you can figure, uh, to me, it's, uh, it's, it, it's evident that there was a, a, a vast majority of this tribe that came out of Egypt that perished, and there was also a lot of people perished in this, uh, in this plague. And so this is the thing that you get to have to look at, and, and later on, you're gonna, we're gonna find out that not only Simeon suffered population-wise, but when the inheritance is given out in Joshua, they are not even given a land that's designated their own. They're given cities which is within the land that Judah was going to get. And so they basically disappeared. Okay? Although in Revelations, when the Lord tells us there's going to be 12,000 uh, called people uh, that's going to proclaim Jesus Christ, there's 12,000 from each uh, nation, he specifically says that there will be 12,000 people from Simeon. So although we lost track of them and they, they kind of lost track of themselves, the Lord has never lost track of any of the tribes. Even today, where Israel is such a, a mixed up. I just saw uh, the other day where 10,000 came from uh, um What's the country at war. Ukraine? Ukraine, 10,000 Jewish people were allowed to leave Ukraine and go back to Israel. Uh, The Israel Prime Minister went and talked uh, to, uh, uh, what's his name from Russia, Putin, and and made a deal and he allowed 10,000 of those people to, to come back. And so they're a dukes mixture from all over the world, yet God still knows what tribe they're from, amen? He still knows, and, and it's going to show in Revelation that he still knows who they're from, uh, who they are. Anyway, I spent a lot of time here on Simeon. I just want you to understand that there was a, a gigantic drop in their population, and it, it was a, a, a part of that curse that was put on them, okay? And so uh, the, uh, don't think curses don't take a toll, Amen. When the Lord allows a curse, and that's why they wanted Balaam to curse Israel, he wouldn't do it because the Lord wouldn't allow him to do it. And so this is a result of of maybe wine. Now, the next one is the tribe of Gad. The tribe of Gad, verse 18, says the children of Gad, according to those uh, that were numbered, of them were uh, 40,500. And so when when you look at the... uh, the first census, then uh, we find out that uh, there was forty-five thousand six hundred and fifty. So they, they just lost a little over one hundred and fifty people. And uh, so uh, when you when you look even further, and you go to look at Judah, Judah is the as the tribe that Jesus Christ is coming from. He is the tribe that Jacob gave the promise uh, of of God uh, to this tribe. He didn't pick Reuben because Reuben, the oldest son, because Reuben had slept with his concubines. He didn't pick Levi or Simeon because of the curse. Okay, so the th- the fourth son that was born, fourth oldest, was Judah, and so the promise that God had made to Abraham that went from from generation to generation landed on Judah and it stayed on Judah. Amen. Because when Judah became a nation, it, uh, a nation, it became. A promise from that nation to all nations of the world, and so that's where Christ is going to come from. I mean, and so, how I many
0: did you say, Gad lost?
1: Uh, Gad lost one hundred and fifty. Five thousand. Five thousand one hundred and fifty. Is it that many? Mm-hmm. Let me look. I, I'll tell you what. I was dropping these numbers down so fast, I don't know why I got it. It's not going to make
0: any difference.
1: Uh, yes, five thousand. You're right, 5,150 uh, people. What
0: about
1: did you say about Reuben? You said he had a game? Uh, Reuben went from, uh, uh, no, they, they lost. They went from 46,500 down to 43,730. Did the first census include children? No, it, it was the it's same as years? this, 20 years old and upward that were able to fight. Mm-hmm. It was the same. It was the same census. It was done the same way. Alright? Keep me straight on these numbers because I, I was in a big hurry when I tried these down. But I'm going to go to my list back here in my study Bible so I don't have to look at what I wrote. I don't even know why I wrote it down but I did. Anyway, and so uh, Judah here is and I want you to look at this. Uh, these are the families of Judah according this verse 22. To those that were numbered to them were three score 16,500 and so uh, this is 74,600 uh people in the first census and this is 76,500 in the second census so they they had a, a, a gain of people and they are uh, the largest single tribe the largest tribe of them all uh, according to these numbers and we'll, we'll we'll touch on that here in just a minute also but uh, since they are the promised uh, tribe of uh, the tribe with the promise that Jesus would come from their population uh, with, uh, with these uh, men are the greatest. That don't mean that their total population is the greatest, but the men that are of uh, fighting age. Uh, verse 25 talks about Ishkar. Uh, the families of Ishkar are three uh, three score four thousand and three hundred. Uh, so in, uh, that's uh, that's sixty four thousand three hundred uh, people. Uh, men and in the first census there was 54 thousand so he had a he had an increase of ten thousand three hundred so so he also grew in, in all of this stuff uh, zebulon uh, uh, verse 27 families of the tribe of zebulon are three uh, three score uh, thousand and, and 500 and so when you look at that uh, they they had an increase of about uh about 7,100, uh, actually 3,100. There was 60,500 at this census, four, 57,400 at the last uh, census. And uh, and I'm gonna, right after I get past uh, uh, the, the children of Joseph, uh, we're gonna quit comparing these. But then we, we go to Manasseh, uh, which is uh, one of the sons of Joseph. Okay, and his family's Manasseh, verse thirty-four, had fifty and two thousand seven hundred. That's an increase of uh, of almost thirty thousand uh, people, uh, or twenty thousand people, almost uh, that many uh, from the first census, which was, they had thirty-two thousand two hundred. This time they have fifty-two thousand uh, seven hundred. So there actually is an increase of uh, uh, what's that number, Sam? Uh, twenty thousand, twenty thousand five hundred, twenty thousand five hundred have increased in in, in this number. Uh, the uh, the the other tribe uh, is uh, Ephraim. Uh, Ephraim, if you look in verse thirty seven, uh, they had uh, thirty two thousand five hundred, and these and the list here at the end of that, that these are the sons of Joseph. And so what I want you to uh, notice is is although these are two tribes and, and they continue to have the 12 tribes of Israel, Levi has, has, does not take part and Joseph is not there. So Joseph's two sons becomes a tribe each of Israel. And so what that tells me is that Joseph, because of what he did in Egypt for, for the children of Israel, because Joseph became a savior to his people, a picture of Jesus Christ. And since he did, he has a double portion of land given to him. And I want you to look at the population because Judah is the one who has the largest population, unless you count Joseph as the one tribe. Joseph as one tribe uh, in the second census is eighty-five thousand two hundred people. When you combine the number of his two sons, and so it's a lot to look at here, and a lot that God's doing. And and a lot that he's blessing for he's he, he's fulfilling curses he's fulfilling blessings he's rewarding pe- uh, Joseph's people uh, for what Joseph has done and he's done it to bless uh, 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 he's blessing Joseph's sons because of it. So uh, matter of fact, uh, Manasseh was so uh, was was going to have land on on both sides of the Jordan River. They became half tribes because one half of them stayed on one side of the Jordan and half of them went to the other side and they got their land. So uh, this is the great reward that, uh, that the Lord gave these two tribes because of what Joseph had done and because they were his son. And I like this and I, and I want to I, spend just a second here because we are adopted sons or we are sons of God by our relationship with Jesus Christ, amen? And so because of this, God is gonna bless us with a great fortune and glory, amen? And this is a picture of all that right there because of our savior, Jesus, amen? Not not Joseph, but Jesus. And so this is a a, a beautiful picture of that, of the sons of Joseph getting a, a big blessing from God at this time, and it's really not even—it's not even written that way in the Bible. But when you put these numbers down and look at it, you see it, amen. You see it, and so everything that we're going to get in glory, we don't know about, but when we get there, we're going to see it then, amen. And so this is a beautiful thing to me uh, as, as I studied this. This is where my brain is going. Y'all know my brain goes this way all the time. And then uh, the tribe of Benjamin, there's forty and five thousand. And, uh, and 600. Uh, in the first census, there was 35,400. And so uh, he, he's gained uh, 10,200 people. And it sounds like they're gaining a lot, but they're really not. Uh, uh, the tribe of Dan, uh, three score and 4,000 and 400. And, uh, and, and there was a, a little bit of a, an increase in his. Then we go to, to Asher. Uh, And the families and the sons of Asher, 53,400. There was uh, uh, some increase there, uh, pretty sizable increase in that in that tribe too. And then uh, Naphtali, the second uh, census gave them 45,400. The first census gave them 53,400. So they had a decrease. And the total number of all of these people. Uh, was actually uh, in, the, in the first census uh, was, uh, was more than it was in the second uh, census when you look at the total of these numbers. In the first census, there was 603,550. In the second uh, census, there was 601,730. There was 1,820 less fighting men at this time than there was when they first got there, okay? So not only has has the Lord caused them to lose people over these thirty-eight years and continuing to do so up until forty years is expired, all of them's going to be gone. Uh, he's not only done that, but he's 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 made their army just a little bit smaller. Now it's not like uh, it is today, where we can use uh, battleships and we can use airplanes and we can use missiles and rockets. And then it was man against man. Okay, it was man against man. So this was this was huge, and, and really. And so if we had any questions uh, about this? I, I just want to be clear about who were given forty years to die. off the people that when the spies came went into uh, the promised land yeah, and yeah, come back. Okay, okay. Ten of them said we can't take it. Two of them said we could. The Lord was angry with them, and he said everybody that came out of Egypt from a certain age, probably this age right here and up, is going to die They okay.
0: were not unbelievers or uh, uh-huh. uh, godless people, but they were a tribe of Israel.
1: They were Israelites. They had they Israelite. uh, lied or deceived God. They didn't believe. They just didn't believe. They had no faith. Had no faith, okay, and and he destroyed them. He and if you'll remember back at that time after he made that pronouncement, and they knew he was going to do that, they took it on themselves to go over there and fight anyway. Yeah. And he told them he wasn't going to go with them, and they still went and got all beat up and scarred up and and killed. And uh, and so you've got to do things God's way, in God's time. We don't get to choose the way. Nor do we get to choose the time. We move when God says move. We stop when God says stop. We go where God says to go. And we don't go in the name of the Lord where he don't tell us to go. Okay? And and this is all a big giant picture that That still applies today. But I'm going to tell you what. I don't ever want to pack my bag and say, you know what? I think I'll just go to Africa and be a missionary for a little while. And if I go there, I'm probably going to get eaten by a crocodile before I leave. Because you know, now if the Lord says, Gary, go to Africa, He's going to tell me where to go. I'm going to learn their language, and I'm going to go. Amen. And they're going to go with me. <laughs> I see
0: that head shake. She said the Amen. Lord didn't say nothing to her about
1: that. But <laughs> well, what I'm saying is, this, this is the lesson that the Lord has taught from the get go about who He is and how we go. When we go on His behalf, is by invitation. Amen. He invites us to go, and then we have to obey. When He invites us to go and we tell Him no, now we're going to get in lots of trouble. That's what happened to these people. He said, go over there and take the land. And they said, no. Mm-hmm. Now they're all dead. They're fixing to be. All right. So. so, so
0: account for some of the ones that have died here in this period of the, between the two censuses.
1: mm mm-hmm. Yeah. All of that group is going to die before they cross the Jordan River. Mm-hmm. That, that was the pronouncement of God. Except Joshua and Caleb. Yeah. Except those two. Those are the only two of that age group. They came out of Egypt. that were going to be allowed to cross over because they said we can They believed God. And he rewards them for that. He rewards faith. He rewards belief. That's why without faith it's impossible. Please God. Somebody go ahead and read me verses 51 through 56 in this uh, chapter 26, please. These Israelite men, number
0: 601,730, the Lord spoke to Moses. The land is to be divided among them as inheritance based on the number of names, increase the inheritance for a large tribe and decrease it for a small one. Each is to be given its inheritance according to those who were registered in it. The land is to be divided by lot. They will receive an inheritance according to the names of their ancestral tribes. Each inheritance will be divided by lot among the larger and smaller tribes.
1: Okay. But what we find here is not only, not, they ain't took the land yet. but well, God knows they're going to. And he tells Moses, and Moses ain't even going to go. So Moses is still telling, calling the shots. He's still the mouthpiece of God. And so he's telling these people, now when you get over there, this is the way the Lord says the land's going to be divided. You're going to draw lots. Amen? And, and that means they drew for who've got first choice, second choice, third choice, fourth choice, fifth choice. That's what that means. And then once they did, they drew lots, they got to pick the first choice, got to pick the land they wanted, the second choice of the land. You understand, you get to drill. Now, the way you get land is, is how big your tribe is. If there's a lot of people, you know, they, they didn't like this, one, the Lord don't like this one size fits all thing that the world today has. You know, you, know, you, you, you get a trophy when you lose. You know that mentality, and and everybody gets a piece of the pie, whether they work hard or not? Mm-hmm. And you know, and and, uh, and and everything's the same, and and two people get the same thing as as fifty people over here. And Lord said, no, this ain't the way this works. You're gonna get, you're gonna cast lots. You're gonna have a, it's gonna be an order. God's got an order. Remember that. So He said, whoever draws lot number one, go pick number one. They're gonna be the first to pick. Guess who was uh, the second one that got to pick? And I know it's a trivia question, if you ain't looked ahead, you don't know. Simeon was actually lot number two. They got to pick where they, they were, and they picked the area that was gonna be later given to Judah because Judah was so big, okay? And so uh, they, uh, they, they got to pick, and then by population, uh, Simeon had such a small population that they just put them right in there in the big Judah, okay? Amen? He gave the tribe that had the most people more people and gave them more land. It was by God's design that this takes place. Okay? Later on, when the northern tribes and the southern tribes uh, divide Judah and Benjamin, which had, and Judah had assimilated uh, Simeon, Judah and Benjamin would be the northern tribe of the southern tribe of Judah that would survive uh, until Christ came, okay? All right. Any questions about this? It's divided up by a lot. Now you're going to number, I know this is a lot here, but we're going to number the, uh, the uh, uh, Levites. Now, this is very important stuff because the Levites are the priesthood. Uh, uh, Moses is from the tribe of Levi, Aaron. Uh, Miriam. They're all of the tribe of Levi. So this is important stuff to Moses. God didn't leave them out. And, but he was not going to give them land. If somebody would read for me verses 58 through 61 please. These are the families of the Levites.
0: family of the Libnites. The family of the Hebronites. The family of the Maywites, the family of the Mushites, the family of the Korathites, and Korath begat Amram. How far? Verse
1: uh, 61.
0: And the name of Amram's wife was Jochebed, the daughter of Levi, whom her mother bare to Levi in Egypt. And she bare unto Amram, Aaron, and Moses, and Miriam their sister. And unto Aaron was born Nadab and Abihu, Uli, Azar, and Ithamar. And Nadab and Abihu died when they offered strange fire before the
1: Lord. Okay, so we, we find here that in the midst of all this stuff about Levi, uh, and we they're gonna get they're gonna be given cities. They're going to be around major cities. They're going to be given land on the outside. Out so many feet from the wall is going to be land that the Levites are going to own uh, when the land is given out. Not going to be by lot. They're going, they're going to be, uh, the Levites are going to be in every tribe of Israel in every part of the country they're in. And outside of their cities, there's so much land, uh, so many feet away from the uh the, the walls that the Levites are gonna inherit. And they're gonna, y'all know what they're gonna use it for? They're gonna raise sacrificial animals, okay? And so this is, this is why the Lord has given them the land, why he gave it to them in such great proximity and close proximity to the cities, because people are gonna be coming into these synagogues, into these temples uh, from out in the country to sacrifice animals, and the animals are going to be there. So they don't have to drag your animals with them. Now we know from Christ day, this turned into a very lucrative profit, profitable business where they were skinning people uh, right and left when they came in. And so that's what it had turned into. Not only did it turn into that, but instead of giving the, the prime animal, the one of the first year without spot or blemish that had nothing wrong with it, they got to where they started sacrificing crippled animals and fa- animals with something growing outside their head and, and they called that the sacrifice to God, and so this is this is uh, this is some stuff. But anyway, that, that's further on down the road. But but we find out that Kohat, uh, Kohat uh, is that name at the bottom of uh, uh, verse 58, uh, begat Amram, and the reason that is important is because Amram and Jochebed are the parents of Moses and and uh, Miriam and Aaron. And then it gives uh, their uh, their ancestry, it, it talks about Aaron. Now, uh, notice here it does not say anything about Moses' children. How I many children Moses got? Anybody know?
0: We know he's got one, for
1: sure. He's got two boys. Yeah.
0: He,
1: he's got two sons. And uh, their, their name is Gershom and uh, uh, Eliezer. Uh, E-L-I-E-Z-E-R, which is the youngest. And, 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 you know, I used to think that they didn't get anything out of this. Matter of fact, I wasn't for sure they were with him. And so the reason I'm bringing this up to you is because we're going to find out, I, as I studied this and looked at this, I found out, yes, they did get something. Okay? But they didn't get land masses. Why? Because they're Levites. So they got a portion of of a city or something like that anyway i'll get to that in a minute but anyway uh, this is where uh moses and his family came from it also mentions that aaron uh and he, and, it, and it repeats the the two boys nadab and uh, abihu who died when they offered the strange fire and he had two other sons uh uh eleazar and Ithamar. and eleazar is now the high priest in his daddy's stead. He went up on the mountain with Moses and Aaron, and he took uh, Moses took the robes from Aaron and placed them on Eleazar, and and Aaron died there. Okay, and when they came down off that mountain, Eleazar was the high priest. That's the way God told them to do it. And that's the way they did it. And so this is what goes on. But I want to show you, if you would turn over in First Chronicles, uh, that's way over. In the Kings uh, or past Kings uh, chapter 23 and y'all some of y'all may have known this and, and and I've read the Bible a lot and I never never noticed this this that's the difference between just reading and study and, and look in the uh, first Chronicles chapter 23 verses uh, 14 uh, and, and look what it says now concerning Moses the man of God, his son, were named of the tribe of Levi. And so they became part of the tribe of Levi, although it don't tell us this way back here in Numbers and Deuteronomy. And it says the sons of Moses were Gershom and uh, Eliezer, uh, and the sons of Gershom goes and tells them that, and Uh, and anyway they got an inheritance with the the children of levi it don't tell us exactly where they are but it it does tell us that they were part of the tribe of levi so god didn't leave out moses he didn't he didn't give put these two boys in the spotlight like he did moses but they did receive an inheritance with the levi okay how many of y'all knew that i didn't know that sam i'm sorry I, 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 when I see something, I, I think, wow, I didn't know that. Anyway, the total number of Levites now is uh, 20 and 3,000 all males uh, from a month old and upward because that's the way that the Lord told them to count them because these are not men who go to war. Okay? And so if you'll remember the clan of Levi, uh, they used the three sons of Levi. Uh, Kohathites, the uh, Gershon, Gershonites, and the Merarites uh, were the three uh, uh, Kohath, uh, Gershon, and Merar. I can't even say that word. Were the three sons of Levi. But anyway, in in these in this census, uh, they went from uh, they went to well, 23,000 males from a month old and upward. So they had actually a gain because in the in the first. Uh, Uh, census. There were 22,000 of them all told. Any questions about all this uh, census taken? It sounds silly to us, but it was very important to them, wasn't it, that they be counted. Alright, somebody read for me, if you will, uh, verses uh, 63 through 65. This will be the end of this chapter.
2: (coughs) These are they that were numbered by Moses and Eleazar the priest who numbered the children of Israel in the plains of Moab by Jordan near Jericho. But among these there was not a man of them whom Moses and Aaron the priests numbered, for they numbered the children of Israel in the wilderness of Sinai. For the Lord had said of them they shall surely die in the wilderness, and there was not that a man of them save Caleb the son of. Yeah, okay. And of the son of none.
1: Yeah. So, that Yeah. Right. my question. What's that? Well, so that answered my question about
0: the ones that died in the wilderness were between the 1st and 2nd centuries.
1: That's right. Because he said there there was none left. They didn't count a single one that, that, uh, that was supposed to die in the wilderness. They had all died. And although this began, this is something else. Although this began within the 38 years, according to my study Bible, by the end of this chapter, that time has expired. And these people have all expired just like God said they would. Okay? And and so these, these are some very interesting things to me and how, how God works. And, and he said those things 40 years prior, and, and they still have I mean, it, they, it just happened because everything God says is going to happen is going to happen. And listen, just exactly the way he said it is. And, and there, there ain't no way to stop it. There ain't no, and that's the reason I, I'm warning people all the time about about getting so involved in, in the political arena. And, and, and everybody says, well, you just don't care. And I do care. But I'm going to tell you what. God has set into motion a plan for this world, and he's using these these people we call idiots that, to, to take this world out. And there ain't nothing we can do to stop that, okay? We, we got to get that down in our head. We need to quit spending so much time worrying about what the politicians are doing and start worrying about what the Lord Jesus Christ is doing and what he's fixing to do. And if we can put, devote as much time to him as we do to them and what they're up to, and griping and carrying on about it, <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble, then. I? gripe <laughs> too. Every time I go take gas pump, I gripe, can't help you. But, but I'm gonna tell you, it, 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 there ain't nothing we can do, To we can vote till the, till the cows come home. And God's gonna put in that power of the person that he wants in power to accomplish his will. And what we got to make sure that we pray for these people is that the will of God be done, Amen. And the will for our lives be done. I'm saying that, that,
0: that we be in the
1: will. That's right. That we are in the will of God. We have to be very, very careful about all this stuff. And uh, and so it, it's. Uh, and, and I know I know it's hard to watch. It really is. It's hard to watch. Yes, sir.
0: Explain
1: why Caleb is left alive. Caleb and Joshua were the two spies that came back and said, we yeah. can take that land. Yes. Okay. What was it, 10 out of 12 of them? There was 12 of them. There was a one from each tribe. <clears throat> and there was 12 of them. And not only did they, they get blessing, uh Joshua's gonna wind up being the man that leads them. And uh, and, and his name in the New Testament is interpreted Jesus his name is. And so it's even mentioned what name of Jesus uh, in the New Testament is referring to Joshua of the Old Testament. And so that that's, uh, that's, that's the way it's in. And Caleb is gonna to get to pick uh, out of the land that, that his tribe is given, he's gonna to get to pick where he wants to be. And we're gonna find out, you know where he wants, what part he wants, does anybody know? No. He wants the mountains. But what's there in the mountain?
2: Giants. giants.
1: Giants. That's how, that's what kind of man he is. I don't I don't I don't don't want the place easy to take. I want the place that's hardest to take. I'm thinking to get it. And he did. <laughs> Amen. He did. That's what kind of man he was. He wasn't scared of the giants because you know why? Because he knew God was bigger than any giant he would ever face, and God was with him. That's what we need to be people like Joshua and Caleb and believe God and, and, and realize, what are we afraid of? What are we afraid of? i got bigger than all of this stuff that we're so, we're so worried about. Amen. And, that, and he rewards these men for that. Y'all, we're not going to go any further. I know this is a lot of numbers uh, and a lot of stuff to, to take in and a lot of The information is probably all clear as mud, uh, but uh, there's a lot that's done here, and it wouldn't be in the Bible if it wasn't important. Amen? Wouldn't be in the Bible if it wasn't important. I think the main thing we need to take from tonight's lesson is, is that, that, that these people could have been in the Promised Land 40 years earlier than they were. Amen? And the ones that died in the wilderness didn't have to die in the wilderness if they would have believed God, they would have died in the, don't mean they wouldn't have died, but they have died in the promised land, not in the wilderness. Amen. And not only that, because of their unbelief, their children suffered and everybody else suffered. And it was after this time when Moses lost his cool. And and he didn't get to go in. And, and the Lord's trying to show us no matter what everybody else around us is doing, you still ain't allowed to lose your cool in sin. Amen. Amen. If it didn't work for Moses, it sure ain't gonna work for me and you, amen. I don't care what everybody else is doing and, and getting all this pleasure and fun out of God says don't do it, that we're not supposed to do it.
2: You know, it shows you to me, you know, it shows it shows that your sin just don't affect you, it affects everyone right. When you sin and you, you do you go against what God says, it don't only affect you, it affects everyone right. That that's right. It does. And uh
1: and it, and and not only does prayer change things, so does sin. Sin affects your relationship with the Almighty. And he took a blessing away from Moses because of sin. That was and I say this, Moses, he's in heaven. We know he, he was on the Mount of Transfiguration with Jesus Christ. I I love this. I heard a sermon one time when he was preaching about uh Man was preaching about Moses not going to the promised land, but he stood in the promised land with Jesus Christ. He stood there with him. He did come to the promised land, but where he came from, that was nothing. The promised land didn't mean nothing. He'd been in, he was in glory with <coughs> God. He had a slight detour getting to the
0: promised
1: land. Yeah, he had a, a, a good detour getting there. And, but, uh, but the thing about it is, is that sin is a reproach to any person. Amen? Whether it's the saint or the sinner, it still has a a reproach. Whether it's a deacon or a preacher, or a Sunday school teacher, or or just a layman, it's a, sin is a reproach to any people. And there is a, listen to me, a consequence to sin. Moses was forgiven for the sin, went to heaven despite the sin, but the consequence was he didn't get to take those children of Israel into the promised land. He just, all he got to do was look. There is a consequence to sin. And we see it all the time, I think, in people's lives. And that's, this is
0: the real